Welcome to the Uptown Parlay Podcast. We got Ace and Malik. What's going on, man? Ant's on the way. So we're, we're, while we're waiting on Ant, we'll talk about something. Uh, he'll be he has... get here. I ain't worried about him. Oh, yeah. While, while we're waiting on him, we'll talk about something that he has no interest in. So College football. <laughs> talk about talk about Michigan and that victory. You yeah, know, we didn't get a chance man. to talk about that. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. You know? Look, I, I, I can't invalidate their championship. Whether, whether they that, were... That doesn't invalidate their championship. Listen, well, the Yankees stole signals. Cheating. The Houston Astros stole signals. They won. What? What? What are we talking about here? Like you can cheat and still well, win. Players took steroids and well, they won to, rings. Why? Well, why to me, that to, to me, to me, that's a little bit different. Like to me, the the Houston Astros stealing signals in a game, like in during baseball. the game. Yeah, like just stealing signals in general during the game means that like you're giving you're 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 giving a tell to somebody saying that this is what this is the pitch that's going to be thrown or this is what's going to happen. Yes, it's much more um, advantageous. It helps you a lot more. Yeah, than I recording practices. Yeah, you know, it's not from. The same. Yeah, it's not the same thing, and they still had to win the game, right? In terms of, yes. but but I would say to this point, right? Michigan won. I think I think. Uh, Harbaugh was talking about this um, during his like their their you know final speech or whatever, you know. They did literally everything that you have to do if you're if you were Michigan. You got to beat Ohio State and Penn go State. undefeated. Go beat. I was saying, got to beat Ohio State, beat Penn State, mm-hmm. go undefeated, win the net, win the win the Big Ten championship. Win the Rose Bowl. Oh, whoa, whoa, hold on. The Big Ten championship is a joke. Okay, the Big Ten West. It matter. Is it, but, but it's just a matter of. It's just a matter of. Well, look, look. It's just a matter of. But the, these are the things that you have to do. Okay. Okay. Win the Big Ten championship. Win uh, the Rose Bowl. Okay. And win the national championship. Like yes, I get it. Of it all, like running the gauntlet. Yes. It, you, you really did. You really did. And along the way, he did play. They did play some some pretty formidable teams, and they had probably like, the biggest hurdle that you could it. probably have. Yeah, and they had probably the biggest hurdle you could probably have on a team where like the coach was literally not allowed to be on the sideline for yeah, what four of the games, four or five of the games, six. So, yeah, six games. So yeah. I gotta give him this one, like, like, like as much as maybe you know, as a part of me that's like, uh, you know, you, you, you it, it, it's kind of like this little, it's like a, it's not, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a stain, it's a smudge. No, but like that's what I call. It. It's not even a smudge because there. The, the funny part to me is everybody. The a coach was heard saying, "I listened to a bunch of different people who actual reporters who report on this, read the athletic about it." He said he made a joke basically about college football and how everybody steals their signs on the sideline. And if this, if we looked into this deeper, you would have seen people at you know other schools in the ACC, the Big Ten, Big Twelve, wherever it was widespread. They just right. had a guy who got caught on tape wearing sunglasses, dressed on a Central Michigan sideline, recording people, and it's like. Dog, you went to Central Michigan to do this. This like, is you, you, you yes. and you were buying thousands, tens of thousands of dollars of tickets for people to go to all the games in the Big Ten. And it's like, 
the only reason why this rule existed in 93 was because, yeah, the staffs had 12 coaches and they didn't want you to send coaches on the road to other games. And back then you right. had to be there in person with like a camcorder. They didn't right. have cell phones yet. Right. But trust me, if I wouldn't put it past Alabama or LSU or Georgia, any of them teams, or even Absolutely Ole Miss not. to be doing this. But the joke was they said Kansas paid guys before it was even legal. That's what the whole NCAA investigation into basketball, if you saw that um, The Fix on HBO, that mm-hmm. documentary. Um, mm-hmm. And they won the national title. And guess what happened after they finished the federal investigation? They sent four people to prison, not jail, prison, federal prison. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't vacate the games. They didn't strip them of the national title. They still got that banner up. They didn't even do to them what they did to the Fab Four. Fab Four, right. Fab Five, Fab five. No disrespect. So like, it's insane to me. They made them, they made Michigan take down two Final Four banners. So it does seem like when I say, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, I'm, you know, it's a bit tongue in cheek, but like, I mean that shit. Like, who cares at this point? Well, you right, won. exactly, exactly. But I think, I think if you won, yeah, you won, and you know what? To the victor goes the spoils. You get to enjoy that. Um, we'll see, right? If the NCAA comes back and levies some sanctions on them next, next for next season, you, you know, maybe the title. I saw it. You tried no, to no, 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 no. It counts. Well, I'm just thinking maybe if they lose a couple of scholarships or something like that, uh, maybe, they'll maybe, okay. maybe they'll take they'll take some of that away from them. Or whatever. I look in the end. I don't. In the end, it's a great championship. Like I said, I said to y'all in a text message. I wish it was a better game. I wish we got a better game. The third quarter. It, yeah. Well, that's not good. <laughs> I mean, like, like it was the close. Fourth quarter, it got out of hand, it but like, like it was, it was twenty to thirteen entering the fourth quarter. Like, it, it was close until it wasn't. It was I, better I, than last year. It was better than last year, but I never felt it was one of those games. I never, I never felt like Michigan wasn't in control of that game. True. I never felt like Washington. The momentum had shifted towards Washington in any real way. You know, even when it was like one score, it was one score because Michigan and if you've watched, you know, and you guys are listening or whatever, if you've watched Michigan games mm-hmm. over the course of the entire season, you've seen this happen. They go into these spells where they won't score for like two quarters, right? They just won't score for whatever reason. And despite all the talent that they have, but the fact that Washington wasn't scoring is why I said, yeah, Michigan's fine because I know Michigan is going to pick it up at some point. Yeah. The fact that Washington wasn't scoring meant that Michigan's defense was dominating them because Washington were accustomed to seeing score 40 points, like 30, 30, 30 easily, you know, walking out the gate. So the fact that they weren't scoring, they weren't even really moving the ball and they were causing Penix, you know, problems to me, that told me all that I needed to know about that. Yeah. They were busting up that offensive line, which is kind of surprising to me because I thought that was one of the strongest parts of their offense. Yeah. They held up twice against Oregon. And everybody kept talking about how Oregon had all these savages on the defensive line. And I was like, I didn't see it in the first game, but then they put them as nine-point underdogs. And then I made a lot of money on was, uh, Washington in the second one. So I said, mm-hmm. you can't keep putting them as underdogs and have me not bet on these guys. Like, I bet on them. And I bet. They, didn't, they didn't send them to the Rose Bowl. They sent them to the Sugar Bowl. Sugar Bowl, yep. So they had to go basically – down to New Orleans, where all the Texas fans were going to be, beat them. I enjoyed watching that. You know, I'm not a big fan mm-hmm. of Texas, at least Texas football. So that was fun seeing them lose. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, man, I, I enjoyed all of it. 
the ACC is probably going to end up breaking up. And it's it's weird how the, the playoff is expanding now, but I wish it would have done a year early would have been nice, but they couldn't agree. Yeah. And this kind of solidifies leaning into our next topic. Jim Harbaugh is definitely going to the NFL. Absolutely. You know, why, why wouldn't he, you know? No, but he's what definitely he going now because he did what he said he was going to do. He came yeah. back. He lost to Ohio State four years in a row. They made him take a pay cut. He beat him last year. He got the pay cut. He got the money back. Won three more times. Took him to three straight playoffs. And he finally won the Natty. But he's out yeah. with his weird self. Yeah. He, you know? I mean, he he's accomplished. Get tattoo, he said of the um, cheer and the trophy on him. <laughs> so we'll see. He accomplished literally everything that he came to Michigan to do. He, he, if more, more than that, man, you know, he restored the, you know, the reputation of that, of that, you know, that franchise, you know, I call it a franchise, but of that school, school, you know, of that school from a football perspective, right? Because there was a time where, I mean, you know, roughly like before him, right? There was the Rich Rodriguez years. There were, you know, there were some, there were some years where Michigan Pretty was kind of like kind of down bad. Yeah, they were kind of like middling, right? Um, not to the point where like Michigan State was like re- out recruiting them. They were still getting their good recruits. They were still One doing year. that, but they couldn't. Yeah, but they weren't getting over the hump. Ohio State was had oh, been yeah. owning, you know, especially like during the Urban Meyer years and all that stuff. Like the Ohio State was. And Lincoln was it Lincoln Riley? No, Lincoln Riley was Oklahoma. Yeah, even um, before that, Mark Soups was beating them like back when the yeah. ball games mattered in the BCS era from 98 yeah. to 2013. They wasn't doing so well. Yeah. So in his nine years, you know, as as the head coach, nine plus years as the head coach there, he's restored the reputation. He got them to all of the he's got them, he got them, you know, as many accolades as you could possibly get. And he got them the undisputed national championship because obviously their their nineteen ninety seven national championship was a shared title with Nebraska. Um, so this is their first where they are the sole owner of the national champion title since I can't remember where they said I think this sixties or something like that. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, because the last one they had to split, right? Didn't they split it in ninety seven? They split it with with Nebraska in ninety seven. I didn't realize yeah. that. I thought it was just them. I thought Nebraska won ninety five yeah. and ninety six and ninety seven was them. Yeah. So yeah. I to me there's nothing there's nothing more for him to do unless Almost you know more. he just completely unless he just completely gets you know lowballed by the NFL because nobody wants to pay him. Right, which oh, you know, we'll you're going to take less money to go to the NFL because they was paying him eight million dollars a year to coach Michigan. Well, he was going to get. I read somewhere that he was going to get if if he wanted it. He was going to. He was. They were going to give him like sixteen at Michigan. Sixteen at Michigan. million dollars. Yeah, like that's he, more he money than he's ever made any year as a player, and he was a quarterback. Yeah, and a starting quarterback. Yeah. Wow, right, that's that's more. I mean, what did um what did Gruden get? Gruden got like when he went to the Raiders. Yeah, it was 10 for 10, right? Yeah. 10 for 100. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I, I think, I think, like, I agree with you. I think he's gone, but uh, uh, where it remains to be seen. He's definitely. What's up, Ant? Ant, you can say something. We're moving on to the NFL now. What's up? Here's up. No, I'm just listening to y'all. That's all. I agree he's going to go somewhere. I just don't know where. Well, we're going to get into that because we're going to rank all of the new spots because when we started this on Wednesday, 
there were only four openings. There was the Tennessee, the Titans, the Washington Commanders, Las Vegas Raiders, Atlanta Falcons, and the LA Chargers. Now the Patriots and the Seahawks have also opened up. And amazingly, Matty Refluse is still employed by the Chicago Bears. And even though it seemed like the Jets wanted to get rid of their head coach, Aaron Rodgers won that battle and uh, he kept them employed, which, you know, shout out to him because I think he should be judged with a healthy quarterback because that was the plan. But it appears that Belichick's going to get another shot. Pete Carroll's not going to leave Seattle. He's going to stay in that uh, senior advisory role, even though he wants to coach. And I don't know. I think Jim Harbaugh ends up our ball could end up in Vegas and he could definitely end up with the LA Chargers. Here's my prediction. Mike McCarthy's going to get fired after the, after Dallas is loses. Yeah. Not this round, but maybe next week. And, really? and then Bill Belichick takes over. How many games do you think McCarthy has to win to save his job? He needs to get to the, he needs to get to the championship game, not the Super Bowl, just so he's to the championship game. So he's got to win two games. Yep. And I believe he's going to lose next week. That seems doable. I got to be honest. So you don't have him winning in the first game. No, I haven't won in the first game. Oh, okay. But I was about to say. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna lose next week. Not this week coming oh, up. Oh, got week. you. Divisional round. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Of all the teams that have openings, of all six teams, which one do you – okay. Jim Harbaugh is the top candidate, let's say, so far. It's him and Ben Johnson, who they're trying to steal out from under the uh, Lions, who finally have an offense that works. Everybody's going to start, try to steal Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson turned that offense around. He didn't. Well, take that's, what they, that's what they. That's what they. They perceive. That's true. And they wanted him in Carolina, and I. I think he's glad he didn't go there. Oh, I forgot to say yeah. the Carolina. Panthers. Yeah, Good lord. Yeah, he, he, yeah, nobody cares about Carolina Panthers. That's why. But anyway, if, ben jo- if, if, I, if I'm Ben Johnson, I'm turning Carolina Panthers down. Oh, I'm getting. I'm getting the lines to make sure he that I don't go there. Hmm. That's a very good point. They only have a first round draft pick. That's they're down bad, bad. Whew. Okay. So where's yeah, Harbaugh, screwed up. What's Harbaugh's first choice out of out of all of those seven jobs that I listed? Taking I say uh, he's going to Oakland. The Raiders. Yep. I mean not Oakland. I mean Vegas. I know what you mean. The Raiders though. So so used to saying uh, Oakland. They're gonna get rid of Antonio Pierce and bring him in. Yep, because they they always history always repeat themselves and the what's the name. And he's the owner likes to do the like to do just like his dad do the splashy splashy moves and you're not wrong. Go for somebody. Okay, so Ben Johnson's gonna okay. The Lions win this game possibly fifty fifty. Who who's the other head coach? Who are the other seven people who are gonna? Who are the seven new coaches they're gonna be bringing in? They're also interviewing people like um I believe. What was the name? Was it? I just saw it a, a minute ago. Um, yeah, the um, the pack, the um, the Forty Niners. Oh no, no, that's that's for passing game coordinator. Sorry about yeah, that. Offensive coordinator, Bears possibly. No, the offensive coordinator. Yeah, from the Forty ers I yeah. thought it was something else. Sorry about that. Oh yeah, here it goes. Um, Falcons requested to interview Ravens DC Mike McDowell. McDowell Donald. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. There was also the talk that um, the reason why Wink Martindale left the Giants um, was to pursue head coaching opportunities. I know there's several elsewhere. reasons why he left, but you know, it's so funny. Well, one of the reasons. He never actually quit, you know. 
So then Le- Lizzie Frazier. He, that's right. He cussed, his, he, cussed his, he cussed out Dayball and stormed out. Deservedly so, from what I hear. Well, because he fired, his two, his, he fired his two boys that was on staff with him because he felt like the defense was forming their own little clique. And he didn't want him running his own little fiefdom within his head coaching thing because the defense, I guess, felt like they could do whatever they want. So he was like, yeah, we're not going to go for that. And he fired. Or he fired his two, the linebackers coach. And I forgot what the other guy did. He was a defensive quality control or another type of defensive line coach. And he got them out of there. Which I think is kind of grimy, too, because he didn't even tell Martindale about it. He had to find out after the fact. No, we forgot. Um, what's that dude's name? That was just just got fired from the Titans. But I couldn't see him being a head Vabel. coach, though. Vabel, Vabel. he might be. He might be a good candidate too. You never know. If he doesn't get the Patriots job, he might go there. I can see Vrabel going to Carolina. He'll put up with a crazy owner. Well, the the word the word with Vrabel was that he had problems with the GM. Yes, yeah. the GM, the GM that was there previously, and then the GM that was there this year. Carthon, yeah. Yeah, there were problems with him and Carthon this year. So, uh, you know, I mean, so I would say if I rank the ranking the eight openings. um, There's eight? Yeah, there's the Chargers. So Chargers, Seattle, Atlanta, Carolina, Vegas, New England, Washington, Tennessee. Good Lord. That is 40% of the league. 40% Forty <laughs> percent of the NFL is without head coaches. Yeah, and, and Washington and also doesn't right, have a GM. We might have one or two teams in the play that are in the playoffs that will be looking for mm-hmm. head coaches because if Mike McCarthy doesn't win, you never know. You know. Okay. Um, do you think it's possible Mike McCarthy? that McDermott gets Bills? fired if they lose to Pittsburgh? Yeah. Sean McDermott. Yeah. Bills don't I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't. They lose to if they lose at home to the Steelers. Is he going home? Is he well going home? Well, he's going. He, yeah, he's going home. All right. <laughs> is he the new head coach of the uh, Alabama Crimson Tide? Crimson Crimson Tide. Does he does he, he have already, ties to them? I have no idea. I just okay. know that he's an NFL head coach. So be like maybe let's see. So I don't see the thing is to me is like how do you invalidate on one hand right. Mm-hmm. Yes, the Bills probably underachieved to expectations to what they were expected to do, but they still won the division. And they're, the they're still the, they're still the two seed yes. in the entire AFC conference, which was supposed to which was supposed to be a very difficult conference to you know to you know to to win to win through. Like the NFC was supposed to be the conference that only had like two or three good teams, and that was it. Yeah, the AFC was supposed to have like. All six or seven teams. You think this is a conference that was supposed to have the Jets? People were talking about the Jets winning the division, the, the Dolphins winning the division. You know, so he still won the division, still the two seed. Won what five straight, five or six straight to end the season? Six. Yeah, I think five. Um, yeah, so five. So say five one six or six six straight to end the end of season. If you lose that home game in in the type of conditions that we're that are being expected in Western New York. Um, you won't give him a pass on bad weather. You're a bad weather. What I'm, team? I'm not. I'm, no, no, no. I'm just saying, if you lose that game under those type of conditions, and especially if you lose it in like, the what's way, what's the weather supposed to be up there? It's supposed to be like negative. 
negative seven or something like 40 degree 40, windy's 40 like hell mile an hour wind gusts snow all oh, so they can't throw the ball at all yeah so like oh, wow if you lose so if you lose a game like that Ooh. where like especially fired. if you lose it on something go. fluky or something stupid like i could I, I could honestly see you just saying you know what we just we just chalk this one up, right? And we could come back next. Like honestly speaking, I could see that happening because so much good has happened in terms it of the way you look on the back road. at the season. Well, you look but back at the season so much, so much more. Well, shit, it wouldn't, wouldn't even matter if they would have played if they had been on the road. They'd be in KC, and that's even worse. No, they'd be in Miami. Yeah, no, they would. Miami been wins that game. Miami's the two seed. The Bills are the seventh seed, and they play that game over again. No, they would have been the sixth seed. I thought they would have been the sixth seed. Yeah, yeah they would have been the sixth seed. Then they go back to Miami. No, they won't. They go to KC. They're KC. No, they had it last what, week. They had that's, it last that's week what, no, no, that's, Sunday Night Football. If Buffalo had lost, they would have been the seventh seed, and Miami would have been the two seed, and they would have went back to Miami. Okay, they would have been the seventh seed. Yeah. Who would have been six? Seven. No. Um, Pittsburgh would have been, so been, been six? Yes. Oh, okay. I thought it was been Texans. Because they would have been tied. Oh, Texas won the division. That's right. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 Tennessee yeah, yeah, won right, the division. Right, yeah. So they would have been tied with the Steelers. And the Steelers had the tiebreaker because they beat them. Or some kind of tiebreaker. I forgot what it was. But whatever. That's but, not the point. The point is that they no, won. But if he lo- you're telling me if he loses if he loses to Pittsburgh. The, the only reason I say that is because the, the only reason I say that is because a couple of, so far since Dable left and went to the yeah. Giants. They basically said that they quite the bill's been falling off. So they might have been looking at, hey, maybe it's not McDermott. Maybe he's actually the things, you know, with the offense was Dable. And all you got to do is just get another Dable in there. And, you know, defensive guy we can find. Well, I mean, I just, to me, like I said, to me, I just think you have to look at the season in its totality, right? Yes, yeah. they had a ton of injuries to yeah. some of their best players. They, you, you know. You think he's really, safe they, no matter what is what you're saying now. I think he, I, 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 I think if you if you take a step back as a as mad as the Buffalo Bills fans and the Bills mafia and probably the organization would be if yeah. they lost this game against Pittsburgh, especially especially a Pittsburgh team that looks like won't have TJ Watt, right? So like this is a this is a Pittsburgh team that's that has no business beating them. They're a ten point favorite in this game. Right? They got no business beat losing to Pittsburgh. But if they did lose to Pittsburgh, you mentioned that weather though, like. But if they did, I'm saying, but if they did lose that yeah, there's game. There's no TJ Watt. TJ Watt's not playing. Yeah. If they did lose that game, I think that you could conceivably say, like, looking at the season in its totality, sure, it was a letdown. Mm-hmm. But it's not like they missed the playoffs. It's not they like. They lost Mason Rudolph. They, That's what they're going to look at. <laughs> exactly. Like, like I said, if that, if, if that happens on Saturday, on Sunday, yes, everybody will be saying, you lost to Mason Rudolph, you should get the hell up out of here. But if cooler heads prevail, you let that let, let that linger until Tuesday, yeah. people will be like, you know what? All the adversity, everything, let's run it back one more time. Yeah. And maybe we don't like sign them to an extension or whatever, but like we run it back one more time and see what we can see what we can get out of the situation one more time. The worst division in the AFC was the AFC East <laughs> by record. Mm-hmm. Every no, no, that's not. Hey, no, hey, that's wrong. How? The, the, the thing is that we actually, the AFC East actually had the hardest schedule. That's the reason but, why they had by record. 
that's weird. It's coming in at four thirteen, bro. Like I don't know what you want me to tell you. But that's weird, Ace, because two AFC East teams made the playoffs, made the postseason. Yes. Only one team in the AFC South made the postseason. And three teams in the AFC South had a winning record. It's just mean, yeah, that's just mean it was all mediocre. Ten and seven, nine and eight, nine and eight. They, yeah, but they had BS schedules. Come on now. They played each other. Okay. You gotta look at, you got, yeah, you got you gotta look at the schedules too. <laughs> Kansas City eleven and six, Las Vegas eight and nine, Denver eight and nine, you know, Chargers five and twelve. Like what do you want me to tell you? Tell it to the past. Every, every, losing that last game. I don't every, know you're... every division has that one crappy team. Yeah. Every team in the AFC North had a winning record, which is amazing to me. They had three teams in. Yeah. Seven spots, they got three teams in, and one of the teams got the bye. So, but to Ant, who do you, what team has the best head coaching job open of a fired coach? Oh, I ranked um, them. So, the yeah, I'll let, but let Ant go first. Oh, uh, what? So the teams are it's the Chargers, Seattle, Atlanta, Carolina, Vegas, New England, Washington, and Tennessee. Mm, I'm just gonna name three of them. I'm gonna put the Chargers as first, Seattle as second, and um Damn. Wait, name those teams again? I don't know why my mind is slipping on this. Uh the other teams that are Atlanta, Carolina, Vegas, New England, Washington, Tennessee. Mm. Dang, I'll go with New England. The only reason I'm going with New England is because they got the top three pick. Mm-hmm. But Washington has the second pick. I don't trust Washington. Actually, you know what? Washington is actually a better team, better built team. I'm going to go with them. So those are my three right there. Chargers, Seattle, be- Washington. Yep. Let me give you my top five because I, I spent a lot of time thinking about this since we actually did a little pre-production today. One, the Atlanta Falcons. They are the closest team to actually making the playoffs. They need a quarterback. Teams are clearly moving on from their quarterback. And they can get at least a veteran in there to be a stopgap if they can't get a quarterback this year in the first round. If the Bears don't move on from Justin Fields, which I'm still unsure about because they kept the head coach, I'm assuming if they were going to trade Fields, they'd probably fire him too. They fired the offensive coordinator, so who knows? That's still up in the air. But... They can get Kenny Pickett. They can get, um, you know, they can get Joe Flacco. They can get Garoppolo out of Vegas. They can get Russell Wilson. I was about to say, Russell Wilson is the best choice out of all of them. I'll send up maybe a second-round pick for him. They can get Tannehill to come in next year and just be a filler, right? But Atlanta has the most talent, clearly, around everybody else. Their defense, not terrible. The defense slightly improved again with the numbers, but they got Drake London. They got two really good running backs and they got Pitts. The worst job, I mean, to me, the worst job would be Denver, who has the least amount of talent. I would take Carolina before I took Denver. I'm sorry, Denver. Hey, Denver didn't did, find a coach. They're not open. Atlanta, number one. Chargers, number two. Washington, number three. Patriots, number four. Their offense is horrendous. And number five, Seattle Seahawks. Because the Seattle Seahawks are pretty much a ready-made team. The only problem is you didn't get a chance to make them. And they actually like their former head coach. So how do you come in and replace a legend like that? He's still going to be in the building. You'll be all right. 
which makes it even worse because at least Belichick is leaving New England. So those guys know everything's going to change with the new head coach. In Seattle, the guy who took them to the Super Bowl, as long ago as that was, he's still upstairs. They can go talk to him and be like, yo, this shit ain't working out. He got to get up out of here. I don't know what this guy's talking about, but he ain't it. All you have to do is just basically pull a Mike Tomlin what Mike Tomlin did in his first year. Just come in, don't change nothing, just keep everything as is and work along with it. That's what Mike Tomlin did. Just do the same exact thing. Keep things as yeah. is and build it up from there. Sneaking, yeah, sneaking your quarterback by drafting him and stuff like that. Build up little by little. Malik asked me to rank him. That was my rankings. Malik, go ahead. Well, before I give my ranking, I say one could probably surmise that if Pete Carroll is moving upstairs into an advisory role, he may be part of the process of elect of hiring the new coach. So that might soften the blow a little bit in terms of having to follow behind. Oh, and Tennessee um, is next. Tennessee has no wide receivers except a veteran who's there for on a one year deal. Tennessee might actually be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah trade. Tra- Tennessee tra- would have had, had a. They would have had a good wide receiver. They didn't trade him away, and you know, got a better offensive coordinator in the first place. That's the worst. I'm happy, but Washington is much more attractive than people think, in my opinion. Traylon Burke should have been a better receiver. Maybe he will be. We'll see. Um, so that dude was a monster in college. My my ranking, similar to you guys, uh, if I rank the top eight, I had uh, the Chargers first. Um, I had Seattle second, Atlanta third. I actually had Carolina fourth. Oh, um, with that bad ownership, and, and the reason why, and the reason why is because, yeah, well, it's because if you believe that you have, um, if you believe in, that you can work with Bryce Young, if you believe that Bryce Young is the quarterback that you know he came in the league you know, t- touted as, and you believe that you can work with that. Um, you've got a young team. You can, if you can draft wire, if you can draft well, right? The Rams just showed us this. The Rams are in the playoffs right now. If you can draft, like, you don't need, if you don't have that first, that number one overall, that first pick, but you have other picks, you can make moves, you can draft well. If you can draft well and you can develop, you're getting almost a clean slate as the head coach. And that's one thing that I think for a lot of uh, a lot of coaches, you know, you want, you know, the last thing you want, the last thing you want to have to sift through is like, you know, the last coach's baggage. Frank Reich was there for like, you know, a cup of coffee. So you have an opportunity (laughs) to kind of come in there and reshape things. And if you believe in Bryce Young, you've got a young quarterback that you can work with. So um, Mm -hmm. I like I like that opportunity. Um, I had Vegas fifth. Um, Mm -hmm. I had Washington sixth. Why so long in Washington? Um, there still feels like there's a little bit of uncertainty around the roster there. The fact that like they jettisoned, like I think that they have by by virtue of having the number two pick, by virtue of having you know they gutted out their entire defensive defensive team. I think that they're going to lose a lot of players. I think they're going to have to. It's, it's it's that's a full rebuild there, and so. You know, but you you're not walking into a ready-made situation. You could draft your franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. Offensive line isn't terrible. And you got the two, defense is horrible. The defense is terrible, but you got two good you got two good receivers that you can throw to. So at least you, you got, have, have I'd say you got one and a possible. I, I look, I look, I as much <laughs> like I, I had I had 
I had Jahan, I had Jahan Dotson for a better part of, uh, of of a season in fantasy football, and, and you know, I would I wouldn't say he's uh, good. <laughs> you know, nice yeah, the other guy, the other guy ain't either. I had him too. Yeah, McLaurin. McLaurin. Yeah, like yeah. yeah he he he. I I liked he McLaurin last games. year, but. Nothing. Yeah, and there's nothing about that team that stands out, right? I think you need more. I think it's going to be more than a quarterback. There's a reason you're picking number two overall. The team's not good at all. Um, That's fair. But I, like, had I, had same, I had the same. Seven. I had the same thing for, before you go on. I was just going to say I had the same thing for Carolina that they need a full rebuild because you said what's the name is there for a cup of coffee, but he's like building on top of the BS that was already there. You needed to get rid of all both of those. Right. Those I think. It was, I think. I, I think there was a strip down already in place. That's why. That's why I think that Washington. Washington tried to compete this year, right. couldn't compete, and now they're going to go into a rebuild. I think Carolina's already in the rebuild. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Okay. I think Carolina's one year into this rebuild. If you believe in in Bryce Young and you believe that you can get the best, get the most out of him, you're already trending towards that rebuild. And so is what I'm saying. Like you, you may not have their the number one overall pick in the in this year's draft, but you got the number one overall pick in the second round. Unless they gave that to the Bill, to the Bears, you got the number one pick in the third round. Like, <laughs> you, you, you make some moves, so you know there, there's there's opportunities no. to add to that. The, the only thing I'll be worried about is really Bryce Young's contract. Would he be ready? Would it would it be there in time? You know, when his team is done, or we have to be back in a quarterback pool again, drafting your next young guy to match up to the team and grow them at the same and, time. Well, I was going to say they that, can't draft a better offensive lineman to protect like a star left tackle, so to speak, in the first round. Right. Well, they, 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 well, conceivably, they were supposed to already have that guy, Nikki Iquanu. He was supposed to be the yeah. left tackle that, that they got. So um, the Patriots, I have seventh in this list. And then Tennessee, I have eighth. Again, Tennessee is more along the same lines of, I'm sorry, Tennessee, I have seventh. The Patriots, I have eighth. I have the Patriots last in this list. Is that just anti-New England bias or are you just no. that bad? I don't want to be the head coach that follows Bill freaking Belichick in New England. I don't want that. I don't want that pressure. I don't want that situation. I don't want that. Do you understand? Like, there's not, there's not going to be no pressure because the thing is that everybody's going to, everybody knows it's a rebuild. No, 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 no. See, see, that's the whole, that's what you no, think. That's correct. That's they know think. the team's bad. The, the, they don't the thing is that they know, really, not, not only the team, they know the team is bad, but the team, look at the players that's under. They all can get rid of. They got the, they call it the biggest oh. cap, one of the biggest caps, I bet. You can just clear that roster off and be, maybe rebuild in two or three years. And, they have the most cap space. Well, and, think, they got the, and they got the number third pick. When, I liken this to when Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan left the Bulls. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, yeah, I remember that. Head coach. I don't even remember his name. I don't. Hey, nobody exactly. will either. Exactly. <laughs> it's not. It's not it up, the expectation. It's not the expectation of the team going forward. It's the histor- It's the history of the team. See. What they don't do is they don't give you the leverage to like, they remind you of that shit that happened behind you. They remind you of where you're coming from. So it's not like they like, they, they tell you all the time. I remember when Joe Torre left, remember when Joe Torre left the Yankees and Joe Girardi came in, right? Yeah. Until Girardi uh, won that World Series, they reminded him all the time of the yeah. guy that you that you that you that you came from. Like, sure, we'll give you a pass on not having a good quarterback in New England, but you remember that guy that we're, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about everything that happened before you forever until you win. 
that's gonna oh, that's, that's gonna he's gonna lose, talk about that anyway though. Gonna hang forever. Go ahead, Ant. No, I was just gonna say he's the basketball joke of the night. The person who came after Phil Jackson was Tim Floyd. You know, he was that good Tim, that you know that Tim, the owner Tim the Floyd. owner wanted him so badly. <laughs> he Tim Floyd was Phil Jackson out. I remember that. I remember it's the name. Downhill since then. I remember, that the name. I remember Tim, Tim, Tim Floyd and and Pete Myers was the the, the two guards <laughs> that wanted to replace a Michael Jordan. I'll never forget that one. <laughs> you know, Pete yeah. Myers. Yep. Who's Pete Myers? Number that's 20. true. That's that's exactly right. He was the, he was the <laughs> two guard in 1999. He showed us he, he, he showed yeah, us he was the, the, he was the he was the starting two guard after Michael Jordan retired. I just remember Vinny Bellucci being the head coach when they finally got good a little bit with uh, Ben Gordon and them. Yeah. So it's well, not. It's the kids, yeah, it's, it's it's not the expectation. It's the shadow. It's the shadow of of that that just kind of looms over you. Bill Belichick's presence, his aura, everything about him is still going to be there. You think that's and what got to Mac Jones? Definitely think that's what got to Mac Jones. Then a horrible offensive coordinator. Nothing to do with the offense coordinators. It just had to no, do no, with no, like, no. I'm literally replacing well, Tom Brady. Like, it happened to do that horrible offensive coordinator with the pen in his ear, the pencil well, in his ear last year. Remember, Matt Jones's first year, he actually didn't have a bad season. I think they went. Did they go to the playoffs that year? No, they didn't they go to the playoffs. The playoffs at ten and six, and you know yeah. what I remember? Mister ESPN quarterback from Connecticut said he's the best rookie quarterback I've ever seen. Which <laughs> he doesn't watch a lot that, of um, quarterbacks in the NFL. Orlovsky. Orlovsky, yes. Okay. I was like, yeah, his, his, I watch a lot of I don't take, you can't football. take his, his stuff. I'm just saying. I like Dan. I like Dan, but. Yeah. I do, but that was, that was terrible. Weird. That was a good take at the, at the moment. <laughs> That's what I say. At the um, moment, it was good. None of but us yeah, so I, I, Vegas I, job is a good job, is what I hear. Vegas I and Tennessee are not I, good I, jobs. I, I just think Vegas, I think Vegas overachieved. I think Antonio Pierce got that team to overachieve. I think they were about as good as. They're about as they did just about as well as you could possibly have done with that roster. Yeah, I think Devontae Devonte Adams is, is he a free agent? Actually, no. But he's going. It looks like he's going to be a rebuild yeah. over there, though. He's so they not, might actually get rid of him. You know, he's 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 making way too much money for to be playing for a team that's not going to go anywhere. You're going to trade him to the that's special, right? Trade him to Pittsburgh. Nope, going they, to the Jets, they, though. I'm joking. They franchise Josh Jacobs last year. Probably won't bring him back. The I know quarterback exactly situation is in shambles. You know, like their their best their best the best player on their team, like their most marketable player right now is Max Crosby. It's a defensive end. Okay, and he's amazing. I love Max Crosby. Want him to play for Detroit. Would love he's for him to come and play for my Lions. But but he's you don't you know you don't you this that's not a prestige that's not a prestige player. Yes, it is to to shape your entire dude. Come on now. Come on. When the Bears traded for Khalil Mack. They put him all over all of the marketing. Because stuff. you didn't have a quarterback. We did. That's they the whole literally point. just drafted one. Think no, about that. You know, Mitch. They traded up to get Mitchell Trubisky, and they put the star defensive end. Oh, then they traded up to get Peyton Manning. That's Mitchell Trubisky. That's not Peyton Manning. Come on now. No, but oh, I understand Trubisky what I'm saying. They put the star defensive end, outside pass rush or whatever, on all the marketing stuff after they drafted this guy. Number two overall pick. I'm just yeah, saying. I, I just, I just, like I said, I think Vegas is is probably one of those is one of those organizations where there's an expectation to also win. Ray Lewis, the face of Baltimore, before they got a good quarterback. Uh, that defense was the face of Baltimore 
Ray Lewis he was, was the face of the defense. defense. That's that's you got to recover a Madden doing that. I'm just saying, like you can do it. You can pull it off. He they had won a Super Bowl by then. By the time he was on the cover of Madden, yes, and they won a Super Bowl in 2000. It's not I like they won a Super Bowl. It's not like it's not like they. Then we're not 23. Yeah. I know. Yeah, but I'm just saying it's not like it's not like they were a bad t- like they they were a really, really good team. He was the face of that team, but that team was a Super Bowl winning team. We're talking about a team that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that team also had Ed Reed and, and the face of that franchise. The face of the franchise is their defensive lineman. Okay, yeah, that's that, not always a good thing. That's not saying anything bad about Max Crosby. That's saying that you got a problem in your organization. Aiden O'Connell <laughs> can be a star. Okay. We don't know. He won eight games. Maybe if they had played with him all year, they would have won more. Yeah, okay. So you keep telling yourself that. I think I, I'm going with Malik with the overachievement part. I think they overachieved. That's why I think Antonio Pierce should stay there because I think I think he's he afforded himself the opportunity to at least give him a chance uh, to actually build a real a chance to see to see yeah. But you already know how how these um how these how Davis is course, like father like son. He's gonna see you're gonna see that opportunity. Like you can't pass this up, Jim Harbor. You can't you can't pass up a Harbor. You know you, you got to take it. The opportunity might not come again next year. I can't imagine Harbaugh in Vegas with the Raiders. Him as the Raiders head coach don't fit. His personality and as corny and hokey as he is with the khakis and the – I just don't see that. Like, I remember him in San Francisco. I don't remember that translating to the Raiders and the outlaw kind of attitude. Like, that's not – Antonio Pierce fits that team more than Hallbar's personality. Oh, hell yeah. He, we definitely, he definitely fits it to me. I could see Hallbar in Washington it, with, with, with the commanders. That makes more sense. Managing to change the team name first. I mean, um, you know, Harbaugh's Har- out here recording recording people. That's 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 if that's if that's nothing but you know swashbuckling pirate stuff. <laughs> that's exactly what you do, baby. That's win, you know baby. just just, just win. win, baby. That's, that's all. That's all, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. All right. Um, well, the the next thing I wanted to rank yeah. um, that we didn't get a chance before before we jump into the actual game was. Uh, ranking the play, the players that are under the most pressure to win in these playoffs. Oh, I can give season. you number one. It's real easy. I have my list. I have I have a top five, and I have an honorable mention. Go from um, five to one. Oh, give me the honorable mention, and they're going to go five to one. Okay, and then so me honor- and Blue we'll cheer after each one. Okay, my honorable mention. And I'll give you an explanation for this. My honorable mention are the Kansas City Chiefs wide receiver group, not including <laughs> Travis Kelsey. And here's the reason why. Here's the reason why. Cheer. Cheer, cheer. This cheer. is a Super yes. Bowl. This is this is the defending Super Bowl champions. And the 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 prevailing thought yeah. is that your group is You're the reason why, why they won't it. win again. <laughs> it's you. Point to that whole room. It ain't Mahomes. Damn sure ain't the quarterback room. Damn sure ain't the tight ends room. The offensive line ain't good. The offensive line is, is, do, is doing their job. The defense is playing lights out. Has <laughs> played lights out most of the season. Pretty good, yes. Y'all got to get this shit done. Make some catch some balls. So that was my honorable mention. Fair. Number five. My number five, Christian McCaffrey. Boo. No. Fuck out of here. How's it on him? And his... And here's a here's a reason. Yeah, sixteen hundred okay. rushing two, yards. Wait, two two reasons. Number one, you are the engine that runs this offense. 
okay. it runs through you. Okay. This is the best, this is the best opportunity that you've had that San Francisco's had in a long time. You mean since last season? Number one seed. Number one seed. No, they weren't the number one seed last year. They went to Philly last year. There. They lost in Philly. The number since one seed. 2012. Home field advantage all the way through. This is your chance. But number three, and probably the biggest reason, yeah. Christian McCaffrey's damn near 30 years old. And he's got a lot of tread on these tires. You think he's going to be the best running back in football next year? I don't know. I'm going to say yes, know. actually. I don't know. How much time do you have left being this dominant of a player in the NFL? Noted. This may be the one opportunity. This may this may be his Todd Gurley year. Remember that year Todd Gurley ran the whole damn thing? For the Rams. The Rams you know, with the Rams. They got to the Super Bowl, then they lost to Bill Belichick. Got to the Super Bowl, lost, and then did we hear from Todd Gurley was never the well, same He was that. hurt then, yeah. He had arthritis you then. Know? He's 28 years old and he's out of the league. Him and as a matter of fact, him and McCaffrey are the same age, I'd like to point out. They are? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. Um, so he was but he was number five. Number four is Jalen Hurts. I think that's pretty pretty self-explanatory. Um you did the, the team, you were a Super Bowl contender last year. You haven't been, you know, and the team has lost what, five straight? Four straight? Yeah, they fell off. At this point, have fallen off entirely. Went from, you know, as my man Jay Z says, went from top ten to not mentioned at all. So you know, it's 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 it's, <laughs> it's, it's that bad, right? It's it's that bad for you right now. You got you got some pressure to bring yourself back to the prestige level that uh, we expected going into Believe, the season. Christian McCaffrey. Damn, yeah, now that song stuck in my head. Thanks, twenty nine. Stuck. Sorry, it stuck yet. Yeah. yeah so what? He's, he's Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you got two more years. You got two more good years. Two more good years. Uh, two more. Two more MVP level years. I mean, we hope. Like, I, well, I don't know. I, I, I hope. If you're a Niners fan, you have them on your fantasy team or something. What are we talking about? Oh, one of them. The one that I. The league that I won when I won the one the, the family league that I won. Yeah, he was on that team. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number three. Number three. Josh Allen. Um, like Buffalo. Yeah, you got some pressure on him. Yeah. Got some pressure on him. Uh, number two, your favorite player, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he's got to um, go to the he's he's got to go to the Super Bowl. They, they don't have to. to win, but they got to go to the Super Bowl. If they don't go to they the gotta, Super Bowl, it, it's it's a letdown. They've beaten everyone that they that they probably like. They've literally beaten everybody already. Everybody, so they just go do it again. The hell out of them. That game against San Francisco really sold me. Like, oh no, they're going to the Super Bowl. Dak has you know. to be number one. And Dak is number one. Yes. Yeah, because Dak was number one on my list if I had one. Oh. Dak is okay. number one. Um, You're the Cowboys quarterback. You are, again, same situation. This is the best possible. To Ant's point, there's no reason for Dallas to not be in the a- NFC Championship game. Literally everything is set up for you all to get there. You're undefeated at home. You're going to have two home. You're going to have at least two home games. And you've been undefeated. You have not lost a game at home. And your average margin of victory, sans the Detroit game, your average margin of victory was like 20 points at home. And like also you're San blowing your What's that? They're not beating San Francisco. Though. Well, that's what I'm saying. At the very least, Oof. you everything is set up for you to get to the NFC Championship game at the very least. All right. And if San Francisco happens to stub their toe and trip on the way and you get a, a, a home game for the NFC for the NFC Championship game. Yeah. You're expected to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, you are. 
you know? So, yeah, so that's my list. Dak, Lamar, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Christian McCaffrey, honorable mention to the KC wide receivers. I like the KC wide receivers low-key. Like, that's that's some real stuff right there. Like, they, yeah, that's that's a problem. Fields or Williams? Let me put it like this. Should the Bears trade Justin Fields? Because of all the coaching openings and because the Bears fired their offensive coordinator, it makes me feel like they want to get someone who can work with him better because they didn't like how the offense was running. The offense didn't improve. And the defense did. Montez Sweat led two teams in sacks this year. Two teams. He led Washington. They didn't. No one passed him after he left. So all the sacks that he got there led that team until the end of the season. And then he came to the Bears and got more sacks than anyone else on the Bears. That's a great stat for Montez Sweat. I think it's a bad stat for the Washington Commanders and the Chicago Bears. Wow, <laughs> he played 10 games with the Bears. He got nine more sacks. Now, Washington is terrible because he had five with them, but I hear what you're saying. He led two teams with sacks. They gave him the money. It was the right thing to do. They got a pass rusher finally. They're going to have some more cap space next year. They're going to have to pay some guys. Fields is still on the rookie deal. He has one more year there. Pick the fifth-year option. Figure it out. Do what, you know, Baltimore did with Baker. I think he's a better quarterback than Baker. It could work out. The only reason to trade him is money. The only reason to trade him is money. But then you're starting everything all over again with Caleb Williams or Drake May. And everybody's saying Caleb Williams, who's six foot one and can't scramble and get out of trouble like Fields can because the offensive line is still not that good. So if you bring in the one number one overall quarterback, we still don't have an answer at the offensive line. So, yeah, it's great. You don't got to pay him, but who's protecting him? They were the 15th best offensive line. So we're going to have our star quarterback come in by an average offensive line, and we're going to look like Carolina, except with a better defense, and lose game 17 to 12? This is what we're trying to do, Chicago? No, I don't think so. That don't make no sense. You can't keep being cheap and expecting to get good results. No, I said, I'm pretty sure you agree with Ace here. So yeah, I was about right, to you, say because keeping Justin Fields. Yeah, because the, the and I, I told this to Ace before. I, I was basically as being a Jets fan, I was in the same exact situation with Sam Donald. Yeah, the Jets got a good 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 um picks out of him. You know when they traded him, but we could have got we could have got a better tackle because it was very good tackles in that draft, or we could have got what's the name the tight end that is in Atlanta. We could have got him. He came out that year. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. But instead, we went for the shiny new toy that we didn't have a chance to actually look at in a COVID year that, you know, we didn't, in the COVID year, we didn't actually get to actually see how these quarterbacks are. This might be a COVID year for you guys with the Bears, but it's basically the same exact thing. They're coming up with the fifth-year contract. You don't know what you want to do with it, the fifth-year contract type of thing. You don't want to get in that situation. You want to sound, get the rollback, and then you're about to bring in a new offensive coordinator who didn't even, pick, who didn't even contribute to pick Justin Fields. But yet, you know... You might be thinking in the back of your mind, yeah, we get the new offense coordinator and he can pick his own guy and all this other stuff. No, you you want Justin Fields there. You want him as he got he's established in the NFL. He knows what he's doing and stuff like that. It's better to build a team with a, a quarterback that you know and that that you have experience with and then bringing him in some a new new kid. And he still has the same problems that Justin Fields is gonna be going through because he's missing that offensive tackle and all these other things. I said the Bears should be drafting Marvin Harrison. I mean, he keeps saying the same thing all the time. They should be drafting Marvin Harrison, and then the next pick they should be drafting the off the um the off the left tackle. That's what they should be doing. 
I agree on the left tackle, and I agree on Marvin Harrison. People are saying that basically there's no reason for anybody to trade up to number one, who's two or three, who need quarterbacks the most. And that's the biggest issue. Their best chance to move, to get somebody to trade up, to get that number one pick, is the Atlanta Falcons going all in with their new head coach. Uh, I'm the Bears, the furthest back I'm going is the number three spot. I do know this. If Belichick go, whatever team Belichick goes to, I hope it's the Chargers because I don't want him to go to a team that needs to trade up to get a quarterback because I know he's not trading up for anything. As a matter of fact, he's going to trade down. If he ends up on the Washington Commanders, they're trading out of the number two pick. I want him to go to the NFC makes team the Bears I don't want to see him. even less valuable. So here, here's, my, here's my thought on the Bears. And, and Ace, I'm not saying I lean towards keeping Justin Fields. Okay. My team went through this exact same situation that you're going through right now. I'm not that worried. My team's in the playoffs. We're going to win a Super Bowl this year. Go Ravens. Okay. My team, the Lions. Nice fantasy age. His real team. My team (laughs) um, went through the exact same thing that the Bears are going through at this point. They were at a decision point. They had a high pick in the draft. They 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 were at a decision point where they could elect to stay with the incumbent guy, the guy who'd been who'd been there and, you know, um <clears throat> who'd been mildly successful but not really uh not from a wins and losses playoff appearances perspective or use that draft pick, trade up, try to get something or use a draft pick and draft the quarterback, you know, where they were. And they elected to stay with Goff. You know, and what they do with the draft picks, they moved everything, they moved down, they got Gibbs, and, you know, you see where the team is today. The thing that's different is next year, right? So let's say, shits and giggles, right? You... Great podcast. Oh, shits. Sheets. I th- no, I thought it was Sheets and Giggles, right? Sheets and Giggles is our sponsor. Anyway. Yes. Was of- a- <laughs> right? Let's say for Sheets and Giggles... <laughs> Um, you have a similar season to this year. Okay. You know, oh, that's Justin not Fields, good. Justin Fields, you go you seven know, and 10, a eight, better. Eight, you go nine. seven and 10, yeah. eight, nine, nine and eight, you know, just missed the playoffs. Right. Yeah. You no longer have, now you, you have to commit. You, you have to figure out now you've got to commit that fifth year option to Justin Fields this year. You're pretty much a play year. You don't have to commit anything. You can just, Ride it out with him. He's not making any money this year. Next year, you've got to commit to Justin Fields. And your draft pick next year, because you've had a 9-8 and eight season, is like the 13th pick in the draft. Exactly. So this is the opportunity. If you're going to go for a if – you, if you don't believe that Justin Fields is a franchise-altering quarterback gotcha, and you yeah. believe that one of these guys is a franchise altering player if you believe that one of these guys mm-hmm. is andrew luck is trevor lawrence is you know cj stroud is these is that guy i'm not so sure about trevor lawrence anymore i'm gonna be keeping it 100 well trevor lawrence when he was coming in right there was that thought that he was like generational right yeah. if you believe that this is that this one of these guys if they go through these workouts and you believe that one of these guys is that guy and you believe that Justin Fields could be, but he ain't there yet. You sticking with Justin Fields, you might miss out on the opportunity to have 10, 12, 14 years 
of you might miss out on the yeah, chance to have, to have, to have 14 the next. years of a franchise quarterback. And that's the fear, that's the fear in executive's room when the Bears are bit. That's the fear in their room. I'll say this. What so are the odds? Me, I'm not making a decision until ice, until pro days happen. All of that shit. I'm waiting for literally one minute left on the clock. Okay. Yeah. okay. I'm not making that trade until way, way late. What are the odds right now? Justin Fields, Drake May, Caleb Williams, Michael Penix or Bo Nix all coming to the, all those four guys get drafted into the NFL and Justin Fields all become at least six year starters or eight year, eight to 10 year starters in the NFL. What are the chances that all of them make it? Last time something close to that happened was Eli Manning, Ben Rosselberger and Phil Rivers. So 20 years ago, basically. So this would be the next generation of quarterbacks that would lead the NFL. Yeah, I think I think the, the the usual statistic is like fifty percent of NFL quarterbacks. So out of those drafted. four guys that just named, only two of them are going to be good. And why are we so why are we so sure that it's going to be Caleb Williams and not Michael Penix or not Michael Penix getting getting the Ravens type of draft? You're not the thirty first pick, or whatever, or not JJ McCarthy or homeboy who broke his leg in uh, FSU, Jordan Travis. You're not, but the question is. The question is, what is Justin Fields ceiling? Have mm. we seen like we've seen three years of him yeah. in the NFL? And granted, the circumstances surrounding him have not been great. First few years were pretty bad, but I will say this: it I was the reason why I feel so good about it is when he got DJ Moore. The DJ Moore has thirteen hundred yards. Everyone else on the team is doing pretty bad. But DJ Moore, somehow, some way, the quarterback got the best player on the field the ball enough to get eight touchdowns and 1,300 yards. And you still only won seven games. Yes, which leads me to so you still, so you, 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 the rest you of the talent him. around him ain't there for him. He looks like this. Justin Fields is the quarterback that will play well with good players. He's not the guy that's going to make everybody else better. How do we know that this rookie going to come in and make everybody else better? How do we know he's going to come in and he's going to be Aaron Rodgers on the field? Well, that's why I say this is this is this is why I say that feels this way is why, riskier. This is why, but this is why I compare your team to yeah. my team. Yeah, because I say to you, I, that's that's how I feel about Jared Goff. Jared Goff can play well with a great team around him. Yes, he's not. Ele- he doesn't elevate talent beyond. He doesn't elevate the team beyond the. But talent in fairness, neither did him. Matthew Stafford. No, I, I don't agree with that. I don't think he Matthew had Stafford had mega talent. He had a whole player, same wide receiver and made the playoffs. One play player. He had a one. shit defense. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, I kind of disagree with you. I agree with Malik on this one. Matt, Matt Stafford, Matthew Stafford is carrying that team. Soon as he, he and nobody, nobody, nobody realized it until he got to the Rams how good he really was. The second because you the gave the team Matt, on the I told you. was better. Exactly. The second you gave Matt Stafford a team, he won the Super Bowl. Like, the that's thing. what I'm saying. He went to a ready-made team. He went to a no, team that... but they, he needed a team that needed a quarterback, and he went in yeah. there and he elevated the team and won a Super Bowl. Well, this is how. And there's some throws that he made during that Super Bowl run in 2021 that, frankly speaking, Goff ain't making them throws, and Goff ain't made the throws since he's been in Detroit. And I love Goff. I ain't got no problem with him now. As Detroit Lions <laughs> quarterback, he's I'm loving him. It took, now. A, it took you a few years to so actually get to warm up to him. <laughs> you hated him I, I, at first. It, and, and it even hurt me to say that I love him now, okay? It hurt me to say it to, to right now. Wow. <laughs> I like golf. Right. I like him. But. Fair. <laughs> so, 
I guess that's that's the only thing I say for Fields. I think that I think the Bears are at a a really interesting point right now. They can trade him to and Atlanta, really and Atlanta watch. could make the playoffs, and the Bears couldn't next season. And Bears fans would be like, "What are we doing?" But if what no, but doing? if 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 be like, like, here think we about go, it man. this way, as a as a Bears fan, as a yeah. Bears fan, consider that if you traded Justin Fields to Atlanta, if he goes to Atlanta and the Atlanta Falcons and the Atlanta Falcons in the NFC make, make the playoffs. Make the playoffs. I'm gonna lose my mind. And uh, there's a lot of but, Bears fans that really, really learned like this. There's a lot of there's a lot of Bears fans that really Ravens want them. fans next season. I'll tell you that. You're gonna see me wearing a Ravens hat and a Lamar jersey. That's what you're gonna see me doing. Real talk. A, a lot of a lot of Bears fans really want to keep Justin Fields. But no, no, no but here, here, yeah, here. Why I wanted Justin Fields because we missed out on Lamar Jackson because we drafted. <laughs> oh, he's a, he's Mitchell, Lamar oh, Jackson light to you. Know why? That's what it sounds like. We drafted Mitchell Trubisky, and we passed on the guy who won the Heisman. Yes, they came out the same yeah. year. Yes, yeah. yes. We passed yeah. up on Patrick Mahomes but, and Mahomes and Watson, and we took Trubisky. But hear me out. Hear me out. Hear, hear the whole. Hear the whole scenario. Ace, you trade Justin Fields to Atlanta. Atlanta go and you draft Caleb Williams. Atlanta goes to the playoffs. You guys don't. You guys go five and twelve. But. Caleb Williams looks like the next Andrew Luck. I remember what Andrew Luck looked like before Andrew I Luck. Do, yeah, he got hit a lot. He threw a lot of good passes too. He did. Yeah, he did. Are you still feeling like you want to throw out the baby with the bathwater? I feel slightly better, but basically now this is and that's the, it. The funny thing is, is think about it like this: everybody always talks about you don't got to pay him. Yeah, you don't got to pay him for three seasons. And then after those three seasons are up, four seasons, right? Four se- no, no, no. Because think about if he really proves himself in two, if two and a half, if he proves himself by the end of the third year, he will hold out for that contract the same way Kyler Murray did, and he will likely get it because if every year if next year if they bring him in and they will go six games, and then they go to ten games, and then the third year they go to twelve, they're going to have to back up the Brinks truck and pay my man fifty five million dollars. Come twenty twenty six. The funny thing about it, you, Malik, you see the fear in Ace's eyes, and then there goes the, your the, the, the fear in Ace's eyes is really coming because he doesn't want to get the next Zach Wilson. It's not the fear; it's the idea of the idea is we're we're drafting him so we don't got to pay him, as opposed to the guy we have now is good enough, and if we build around him, it'll work. That's the nature of the business. Yeah. That, that's the nature of the business. The GMs play their this the is the only game sport where you say season. this guy's talented, but I'm going to trade him so I can get somebody cheaper. That's the, biz- they, that's, a, that's the nature of the business. They ought to build up the team and pay around them or they pay the yeah. quarterback and have a less of the talented team. That's the GM's day of the year. Trade back, get Marvin Harrison Jr., and you have the ninth overall pick to get a better offensive lineman. And guess what you get? You get a playoff team next year. Marvin Harrison ain't going to the ninth overall pick. That's why I say you don't refer to this back and he goes the third. No, no, no. Third offensive pick. lineman. Offensive lineman. Ninth overall. Oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah. Nine Your point eight. is valid. Your point is valid, and it's solid I, logic. I, 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 I said, I, I, my money, money aside, because best I, case I, scenario, I, I they get, both work out where where they end up. Right, money aside, and I get, I get the money is a money is a is an issue. But that's you know, the thing, like that's really the only reason right? why you don't pay. Him. My whole, my whole point, my the whole point of me is the whole point of what I'm saying is, if you, if, if any team, think about it. Think about Anthony's team right now, okay? Anthony's Jets. If you have your quarterback, everything else can fall into place. 
if you don't have your quarterback, good luck. Zach Wilson. Good luck. This is what I'm saying. You could have. You could. I understand where Malik's coming from because the thing is that (laughs) just think of how the Jets would have looked like if they would have got Trevor Lawrence. That's the Malik's point right there. I got a question for both of you. Right, and Trevor Lawrence was there instead of Zach. Do the Chargers have their quarterback? Yeah, Justin Herbert. Yeah. Yeah, and look where they're at. Which is which is why we all said that that's the most attractive job available. You two said because, that because because I the fact of the matter is, but two out of three ain't bad. So you know we're right. The fact, <laughs> the fact of the matter is, the QB ain't the reason that they suck. The QB they suck because the coach ran that team into the ground. He doesn't know what the hell he didn't know what the hell he was doing for three years. That team was up twenty eight nothing against twenty seven nothing in Jacksonville, and lost that game. That wasn't Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert didn't do that. Okay, that was that was totally on Brandon Staley. So we're giving them a, a pass for that. If you have your quarterback, if you have the guy, if that you have your guy at quarterback, he can cover up a lot of the ills of your Fair organization. Enough. Fair enough. Like if, those days- if the Jets have Trevor Lawrence, they probably yeah. don't get Sauce Gardner. But I'm willing to bet that Anthony's okay with the fact that they, they probably get Garrett Wilson. Probably don't have mm-hmm. Sauce Gardner. And Sauce Gardner ends up in, you know, Carolina or something. Be in the Pro Bowl cornerback somewhere else, but would you trade? And would you trade that? You love Sauce Gardner. You love mm-hmm. Sauce Gardner. I know you do. And I trade him in a heartbeat. Did you trade him for your quarterback? Yep, I trade him a heartbeat. I even I even add in Bryce Huff just for cherry on top. Wow. <laughs> I would do it. I would do it. <laughs> I hear you. Sauce Gardner might be good, but you can always find a good quarterback in the um cornerback in the draft. 